0: But you know what I'm not sick of? Is it sex? Welcome to Dads Being Dads. I didn't check the episode number, but it's 244. 241. 244. 244. Mm-hmm. Uh, with your hosts. Tonight, we're going to have our hosts, Randy and Jason. Yeah, those are our hosts today. Same hosts, yeah. The same as always. Listen. Mm-hmm. Listen. Hey,
1: Randy. How's your week? It, it is. It's going well. Greatest week of my life.
0: Well, wow, greatest week of your life. How's, is it really? Um, yeah, I, I think it is. Yeah. I got a topic I wanted to bring up. Taxes. Just Aren't they done? No, I'm not bringing up taxes.
1: Okay.
0: I'm not going to bring that up. I think I beat that dead horse um, to death. And then I have not died. checked. I just submitted
1: everything, and I haven't followed up the check to make sure everything went through clean. Really? Mm-hmm.
0: I got my money back. I got paid, so I'm a. Uh, I had to pay them, so uh, yeah. that's why I'm. That's why
1: I'm not checking. Um, <sighs> yeah, people get upset. About, you got money
0: back. I want money back. It's like, well, you can adjust. Yes. Yeah, you, yeah no. Feel free to give the uh, U.S. government a loan. Uh, you know, interest-free loan if you want. Right. Idiot. No, exactly. That's <laughs> what I say. Well, that's what you did. No, not okay. really, because I got money back because of credits, which you knew you were getting, but I didn't really. Well, I mean, I paid him in December, so I couldn't really have predicted. I mean...
1: All right. I guess. You didn't know. You were just pulling the trigger on the fancy machine and the rooftop things and the... Yeah. Yeah. Saving the earth, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. 4,000 pounds
0: of batteries, you're saving the earth. (laughs) On that note... Uh, (laughs) Let's see. So, yeah. So, we had... um the Fitzgeralds are all uh, – the Fitzgerald kids are all even numbers now. They, I now have a 12-year-old, a 10-year-old, an 8-year-old, and a 6-year-old. Hmm. I oh, had a 6-year-old both- for yeah. a while, but it was birthday week in the Fitzgeralds, which means Jason turned 12, Grace turned 10, double digits, Helen turned 8 today, and that's why we're a little bit late. But um, 12 is big time. Yeah, 12 is – I told you, yeah. It's all serious now. Oh, man. I can, I'm going to talk you about something else. Um, we'll get into that when when, when it comes up. Uh But you know what? I'm not sick of. Is it sex? (laughs) Birthday.
1: I meant the other topic. No, what you're not sick of.
0: (laughs) What are you not sick of? Uh, uh, Birthday cake. You would think three birthdays Mm -hmm. in one week, I'd be sick of it. But you know, no. You know what we had for uh, after after uh, celebratory treats tonight? Choco tacos. Ooh.
1: You know what are Those not are very tiny. good. Those <laughs> are tiny, right? No, they're not very good.
0: Choco tacos. <laughs> I took a bite into this thing. Like I'm like, oh, Klondike bar. All right, all right, yeah. I'm like, this is not good. I mumbled under my breath to my wife. Yeah, I ordered a dessert at a.
1: We were at a restaurant in town, and it's you know it's not like the fanciest of restaurants. Well, let me see the dessert menu. And yeah, they said here's a, a cookie. I thought it said it was like a, a chocolate chip cookie ice cream sandwich thing, and so they gave me this cookie sandwich. And like, this looks delicious. It's a chipwich, and I bit into it, but the stuff between the cookies was not ice cream. It was just this like frosting or something. What? It was room temperature. No, like, just whipped stuff, and it was, ugh. It,
0: was ugh. it was just too dry and like I don't know. That's mm. too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Which place was it so that I can never go there? The Pleasant Cafe. Oh, really? i have never mm. go there. <laughs>
1: it's improved quite a bit. It's much more pleasant than it used to be. Yeah.
0: They have a foosball table there too, right? They may. They may they, they, I know they have a pool table. That yeah, it's right. back by the wall. The, the last time I was there, which was probably four years ago now, uh, a bunch of guys from town here were like, oh. oh, let's go out. And we ended up there. And they had foosball and uh, pool. I, remember. I will
1: have to play foosball next time I am so, in there.
0: Right? Yeah. So... The other kid, Grace, did have her treat was chipwitches, which was wonderful. Funny. I then, love chipwitches. Yeah, they were the real kind, like the you know ice, ice cream. cream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then my son did have a red velvet cake, but it's not like a traditional birthday cake kind of thing. And you know, but it was good. So he had a delicious time with that. Did he pick that out himself? Yeah. Well, my wife really likes vet, that's like her favorite is red velvet cake. So he's taken to that as well. So, but that's how he was introduced to it. But yes, he did pick it out.
1: Does she know that's not like a, a flavor? Red Velvet? Yes, just food
0: coloring. No, it's definitely a flavor. Get out of here. <laughs> you don't think it's a flavor?
1: I mean, it's supposed to be like you're eating clothing
0: material? I know. The name is weird. I'll give you that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're just eating the living room curtains?
0: Uh, yeah, with couch. Bring over yeah. that cushion. We'll cut up that Red Velvet <laughs> cushion. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'll give you that. But um, it's really... The red velvet cake is really you know, you make a nice soft spongy cake and then you put that cream over it and mm-hmm. yeah, it was good. Spongy cake, cream guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Came out really good too. And uh yeah. So I had that a couple of times. I will say that. Who made that. the cakes? Well, my wife made the red velvet cake. The mm-hmm. uh I don't know who makes the uh I don't know who made the chipwitches that we got. It wasn't that bluebell company or it wasn't that one. The um, bakery? No, it wasn't like a fancy bakery either. And uh, like I said, Klondike made the <laughs> Choco Taco things. Yeah.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> Klondike.
0: <laughs> this is made by Klondike. This is made by Nestle. I don't know. The Choco Taco is weird. It's like, I'm, I was, we said they felt like they were stale and like, should they be crunchy? And my son did say, he's like, yeah, they're supposed to be crunchy. So, I don't mm. know. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Do we have any emails? No males. None. Mm-hmm. Well, we have one, but it was a joke mail from some jerks that we know. Oh, great. Yeah.
1: Well, what's it saying? Did it say anything important? Because <laughs> we can pretend it's not a joke.
0: Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> this is from Bitey, and it says, I have a friend. this friend who brought this dog over to our house. Mm-hmm. My daughter got really close to the dog's face, and it bit her nose. I saw the whole thing unfolding before my eyes, but that dog was fast. I realized that I should... Be Teaching my daughter how to interact with animals and that sticking her head right in the dog's face is not a good idea. But do you think I was okay to ban the dog from our house? (laughs) (laughs) Now, first of all, this may or may not have taken place in our office. Um, True. Yes. So it wasn't his house. The person writing this mail, I think, (laughs) is a little presumptuous.
1: It could be a valid story.
0: Yes. (laughs) Now. Um I mean I would ban the dog from the house for sure. Yes, I would ban the dog from the earth. I would murder the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I I mean I've explained this to the children. We've
1: been over this. Yes, that you you can't you cannot get in the face of our cat. So here's I have an a, an example of a story that's I've I've said these words Are we really I'm, doing I'm this for making r- this email real? <laughs> no, no. I'm I'm, I'm segueing into a real. Okay, good.
0: What we get I? this new cat Life we adopted wasn't.
1: the cat and they would get right in the cat's face and oh, no, no. it's listen we don't know this cat right it's you got to let it get to know you right it's got to get used to living here learn to like you all this kind of stuff you're really rough i'm not rough i love the cat i just want to pet it pat 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 well that's why the cat hates you yeah. you can't figure why it out. is the cat always run away from me because yeah. you because you're smashing yeah. it in the face and calling it petting um, and I said, Listen, you you get to, you get your face down in that cat. It's it's, it's going to be a problem because you do not want to watch me break its neck, and that is what <laughs> is going to happen if it if it claws your eyes out. Oh my gosh! Step one is I'm going to kill it right in front of you, and then step two is we go to the emergency room. So can we just keep your face away from the cat? Because I don't, none of us want that, and I don't, I don't want it. You don't want it. So something that did hilarious. Something hilarious did happen with the cat. My daughter was in the living room and the cat her name's Mabel. (laughs) I call her Mabes. 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 (laughs) She Mabel was looking at her funny. And I'm like, Mabel, what are you doing? And she her tail poofed out. You know how cats do this when they're angry and scared? Her tail poofed up into this giant sausage, right? Sausage (laughs) tail. And she's, her eyes turned to giant saucers. And my daughter's looking at her going, why are, you, why are your eyes so big, Mabel? And she's doing the big eye things. I'm like, Molly, get away from her. She's going to kill you right now. Like She's like, what? I'm like, she's got murderous rage in her face, and I don't know why. <laughs> and the cat was, like, trying to reach her. She was climbing higher and trying to get at her. Molly was hiding behind pillows on the couch. And the cat was, like, slowly stalking her. And then finally I looked at her and I figured out what the problem was. And this was ridiculous. Have you ever been to, um, what's the name of the water park near here
0: indoors? Yeah. I went to Thanksgiving dinner with you there. Great Wolf Lodge. Yes. You remember? Yes.
1: I was at Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner with you. Yes. Okay. It was delightful Thanksgiving. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm sorry. I don't have
1: memories of things. Um <laughs> So one of the things they give you or you can get at Great Wolf Lodge is these goofy wolf ears. Yeah. Right? She was wearing the wolf ears. No way, really? And the cat, like, thought she was a cat or something. No way, really? And it was trying to kill her. Like, Come on. It it didn't know what to make of the ears. And it was going after her. And, and like, Molly, take the ears off. Like, And she takes the ears off and Mabel's, like, snaps out of it. You know, just like, oh, a person. What's going on? So I'm putting the ears on and, like, chasing her around the house and it turned into a big thing. But (laughs) 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 she was... It was, it was very strange. I don't know what she was going to do, but the, she had the sausage tail going on. She had the big saucer eyes going on. Huh. Uh, and that's why you got to get to know, right? I don't know if yeah. she's going to behave like this. Oh, by the way, you come in my house, you look like you have ears on your head. The cat's going to rip <laughs> your face off. So don't wear a hat. Don't wear.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. Fox ears or whatever they were. Wolf, I mean, wolf. Even, even if the cat does know Your kid, the cat could be having a bad day and be like, Get away from me, kid. And the kid's like, I want to love you. Let me love you. And all of a sudden, you know. Come sleep in my bed. And my kids pick the cats up all the time and then they like don't hold them right. And the cat Mm -hmm. is uncomfortable. Like it's getting a little spooked. And it's like, I want to grab onto something. And these little daggers come out of its feet and just grab into skin. And they, you know, they're so sharp. So. Try to teach him. Which I had some feet daggers. Oh my gosh! I'd climb up everything. <laughs> <laughs> imagine to be hanging out on the roof right now. Uh, I would. I'd be recording this from a top of a tree somewhere. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, okay. So anything with the male. So yeah, I think it's okay to ban the dog from your house if it bites dog. your friend from in the face or bites your kid in, in the, the face. face. Yeah.
1: Just I mean, just don't even just preventative measure. Don't allow. Yeah,
0: the dog. we had a um. We had a dog growing up that would snip at people and, oh, yeah? you know, we were lucky that it, nobody it never did any serious damage to anybody that wasn't like r- really close to our family. <laughs> Every time it happened, did you go, oh my God, they never behaved this way. It's- uh, I It's lo- Well, I, I didn't lose it. It bit me once and I was pissed mm. and I threw it out in the garage my family was like, they thought I was going to break its neck. They were like, oh my God. <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, I just grabbed the thing by the back of its neck and I, basically kind of half-tossed it out in the garage. And they were like... <laughs> Animal cruelty. They're like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Calm down. I'm like, what? I'm fine. What do you mean? What? i just I'm I'm pissed at the I'm dog. I'm not trash. pissed at you guys. You didn't bite me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> take it out of the trash. <laughs> you know,
1: I was furious. And then and- you turn around and go in the kitchen and you cook like a cheeseburger, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. You always
0: find this weirdness. I,
1: it's a weird... There's some... But uh, here's the cog- other weird thing, thing about... It. dissonance there.
0: Th- yeah, you know? The animals are weird because like we... It, you know, it has its food bowl there a hundred percent of the time, and then we put the food in it a hundred percent of the time. There's food in this dish. If anybody would like walk by the dish, the dog would, ever, it would growl at the person. Like, did, no, no, no. not one time did any human ever take food out of that dish, <laughs> and it would growl at a human every time it would walk by. And you're like, "Shut up!" You know, it's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> Shut up! No one loves you. <sighs> yeah. <"Rrr." laughs> You know, and then if a little kid did go over, but and then the thing starts growling, you are like, all right, hey, come on, to Williger, just stay away from,
1: get away from the bowl, yeah,
0: wow, bite you. Hey, they say that the uh the the only reason that these house cats don't kill us is that we're too big. (laughs) I read an article once that they they're still genetically very very similar to like wild cats. Oh sure, and so whereas the domesticated dog is a lot more genetically different than the same dogs from Mm -hmm. you know whatever six thousand or maybe two thousand years ago <laughs> sixty five hundred no yeah. too long but the cats are the same so they would still kill us. they would like they're they still are kills. literally planning to kill us but they
1: can what 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 do you think is the max size here i mean uh toddlers do they, would they kill
0: babies because babies are smaller than they are sometimes that's yeah, weird so I don't think so no because I don't think they i don't well i don't i mean a, a baby born is like eight pounds which is mm-hmm. the size of a small adult cat but size of a cat yeah yeah I mean, one of our our smallest of the adult cats, I think, is like eight and a half pounds.
1: Your theory, your theory, seems to be disproven already.
0: Well, it's not going to kill something equal size to it. It Doesn't know. All right, Anyways, uh, boy. I don't have much else. I'm
1: gonna have to scan through my notes. Mm, 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 mm. I'm the 3D printer is idle at the moment. What? Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's mm. nothing in the queue. We did have uh, a success with the walkie-talkie holders that we were discussing. That's great. Wonderful. Uh, they've been attached to many a bicycle. We took them out for a ride. We snapped in the walkies. Not a single walkie fell out. Are they still attached to the bicycles?
0: Yes. Without the walkie-talkies?
1: Correct. So you- I mean, that was the whole point. You snap the walkie-talkie into the holder. Yeah. You take
0: it for the ride. Yep. When you return, you, you slide the walkie-talkie out. So, if you join Tour de Friends, your fee for joining is $0, but you get a – you don't get a shirt, but you get a walkie-talkie holder. Precisely. Okay. Emblazoned with the TDF yeah. letters. All right. Yep. Tour de Friends. Nice. And you don't get a walkie-talkie necessarily. What happens when you have 15 kids and eight walkie-talkies?
1: Well, another family bought the same set. So we technically have sixteen walkie talkies,
0: and you put them all in the same code and everything. Uh-huh, I reprogrammed all of them. Yeah, nice. I know a friend of the show Andrew is also buying some walkie talkies. Mm-hmm. He told I will I'll have to sell. borrow them and reprogram them. He us. said to me, "He's like, I'm like, how many did you buy?" I'm like, "Balfang." He's like, "Yep." I'm like, "How many did you buy?" Four. And he said, uh, "I'm like, he said, I bought four. Probably gonna buy four more." I'm like, yeah. "You only have five people in your family, and one of them is only your like <laughs> right." Was, well,
1: let's attach one to the dog.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess, but wait, so if you get at what's critical mass for you, where you can cover all of Maynard on the walkie talkie network?
1: Well, this is a good question. So I found, I still have yet, I have a pair of walkie talkies that are supposed to be dedicated to be the repeaters. Right. And the repeater works. I've tested it the cable and everything and all the setup. Yeah. But I have yet to go place it in a location for optimum repeatability. And uh, I was going to sneak it onto the roof of the parking garage in the middle of the, in the center of town. But I figured putting a plastic bag with an extension cord and a couple of radios <laughs> in it <laughs> might might be a little suspicious. Especially because I'd have to, like, bring a stepladder up there and then just kind of heave it onto the roof and basically... <laughs> When you're in this corner and you're on top of this parking garage, like everyone in town can see you. Yeah, that might not go so well for you. No. (laughs) Uh, So alternative number two, where we use the most is kind of when we're out riding in the woods. And I found a a friend of mine. I hadn't been to her house yet. And I went to her house this weekend. And and she lives on like the very tippity top of the tallest hill in, in in my town, in Maynard. Nice. So I, said, I said, "Listen, uh, I've got a favor to ask. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna bag them up, you know, zip them together, get them all tidied, and and bring them over to her place and plug them in and see how that goes. All right, all right. Yeah. Hopefully they, uh, hopefully they do their duty. So yeah, you
0: have like a, just this giant mesh network of walkie talkies in Maynard, all on frequency twelve slash B. Yeah. Know.
1: Well, it's interesting. Twelve. Like if t- channel 12 – uh, is just straight walkie to walkie. But then there's uh, another channel, and I made it channel seven because it was the whole seven eight nine joke. Mm. So why is six afraid of seven? Yeah, because seven, eight, nine, yeah. Because seven, eight, nine. So the repeaters are using channels eight and nine, but the channels eight and nine are special to those walkies. And channel seven is the is the repeater channel in the sense that's the one you transmit on, and it receives on that because it's offset. It's 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 a hard thing to explain. It sends on one frequency, but it receives on another. And one of the walkies listens, but I made it channel eight. It listens on. It doesn't actually matter what the channel is. It was just easier for me to program this way. I said, okay, you listen on channel eight, which happens to be the frequency that the other walkie is transmitting on. And then you send it over this wire to the other walkie talkie that then transmits on channel nine, which happens to be the frequency that the other walkie is receiving on. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. A a little confusing. So we're gonna try it. I'm gonna try it up uh hopefully I'll set it up this weekend before our next ride. I mean, we don't really need it for the ride unless we're trying to get in touch with people that are in town. That's the that's the uh so between each other on the ride, everything's fine.
0: Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, you don't need to, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Walkie talkies on the ride.
1: Yeah, yeah. With the the people who run the um the visitor center. For the Wildlife Refuge, which is where we we do these rides.
0: They're starting to get a little
1: bit suspicious.
0: Oh, I wondered. I was w- I'm waiting for you to get tagged by those people.
1: Yeah, well, they, they have some rules and regulations, you see. And we've been in there like five weeks in a row now. Like yeah. these little kids like to stop in there and they look at all the exhibits and they look at the movies. And so it's become a thing. We stop in there. And we had a lot of people. I mean, the place was really not busy because it was raining and cold this weekend. <laughs> and we went out for our rainy, cold ride. And, and you know, the kids pile in there, and, and the 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 park ranger woman, whatever her duty is, I don't know, was talking to me about, oh, you know, where do you guys go? And and. There isn't really that much for you to do out here, and then starts going into well, you know that all these are the places you're allowed to bike. I'm like, oh yes, mm-hmm. very much. I understand. Uh-oh. You know.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, we had just arrived down one of the roads we weren't supposed to
1: be on. And that, yeah, why aren't so you supposed sh- to
0: be on it? Because it's not open or not for bicycling.
1: I have no idea. Uh, well, there's a little bit of both. One of them is like this is not for bicycling, but there's no real reason why. I'm like it's there's literally truck tracks through here. They've driven there. Mm. You know, they're ranger vehicles through there. Uh, one of them was kind of, it's a little bit swampy. I'm like, oh, well, that's what the kids love to do is blast through the water. Uh, no one's down there really checking. And then and then the real bad one, I don't know why I'm broadcasting this. There is <laughs> there is an area that's completely off limits, which is it's kind of run by the Air Force because the whole place used to be an Air Force.
0: This is operation. also super weird. The Air Force thing, yeah. I mean, this is beyond. This is like X Files type weird stuff. It's a little weird. Have you been in there? No.
1: <laughs> so, so a friend of mine who is also a I maybe mean, we are recording and publishing this. I didn't mean the off limits part, but a friend of mine who's a runner. Okay. Yes, he he runs a lot. And this winter, so in this in this wildlife refuge, it used to be some Air Force installation or military installation. It's full of bunkers. It's, it's full of these like uh, what you think of probably munition bunkers, right? They stored ammunitions and whatnot. But- um, I don't know what they've stored in them. It's probably listed somewhere. Well, the visitor center has a map of all the bunkers. okay. And he took that map and he started looking for some of them, and he said, this map is wrong. Oh. these are not where oh. they are. Oh no so, so he ran over this winter. he ran the entire place, oh, like he said it took him like 30 hours. To, it's huge to find every bunker. It <laughs> okay. just ran everywhere, right, all over the place. Uh-huh. And he put, he dropped GPS points of every bunker. He oh, found did he somewhere. really? So now he has his own overlay map of where all the bunkers actually are, and he has a, a map. You know, he has the marked which ones are open because there's a handful of them that are open. Yeah, and you can go in them, which is a little creepy because they're very dark. There's no guns or anything or bullets in there anymore, but uh, it's just a big concrete room mm-hmm. with no windows or and half underground. Uh, it's above ground because it's up at like train level, but it's buried. Uh, yeah, well, that's, wouldn't if it is that like well, half it's, underground? It's more like a. I mean, it's not under the ground, like it's not below grade. I guess that's what I would say. Right. Saying. Except but, that they buried it in dirt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, yes. I mean, it's like if you just took your house. And covered it in dirt.
0: Yeah. Well, if you covered half of it. but Yeah. If I, my house is at, like you said, ground level, but then <laughs> built the ground up around it. Right? They built the ground up around Yeah. It. Yeah. So it's half. Of, okay. <laughs> it's a little bit of semantics here, but okay. They didn't build a lot of ground. I mean, it has a
1: layer of dirt yeah. on top of it. And yeah. it's a smooth domey sort of thing. Yeah.
0: And then did you go up that one hill?
1: Uh yeah, so there's an area that's kind of off limits because it used to have
0: a radio tower on it.
1: That radio tower has since been
0: torn down. But why is it off limits if it used to have a? And I'm putting air quotes around used to. Uh, I don't know, man. That's why it's weird. I'm like, that's there... where we take the big kids,
1: though. <coughs> so the, the big kid, the big kids, yeah. making air quotes, the big kids ride. We have to. I have got to push them a little bit because when we when we circle around and then do the little kids ride, which is typically like their little sisters and brothers. Yeah. Uh, we don't want them heckling the little kids, so I got to wear them out. Like they heckle? Well, they, you know, they don't heckle them like "Hey, you suck." This kind of thing. They're just always kind of riding too close to them oh, or, or sneaking know, out I in thought, front of them, kind of me. thing. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, nope, the rule still stands. You cannot pass. Any of the little kids. You've got to be like 10 yards behind them. All right. They lead the way. And that uh, that keeps things in check. But they still do both rides, which is great. So the, the big kids will still do like 16,
0: 17 miles. And uh, the little kids will do. And how center. long? For what? And how, like how long? Like time-wise?
1: Well, the big kids ride, we just do it flat out. So they do, they'll do, they do like nine miles in one hour. Okay. And we go up that big hill because I make them race up the hill and then we come around and do some other trails. And the little kids take like three times as long. <laughs> so the little kids will do maybe seven miles in two, in about two hours. But that includes the like stopping in the visitor yeah. center and uh, yeah. stopping on the dock and looking at the mm. lake and goofing off and all kinds of stuff.
0: Yeah, I don't know how you stop for as long as you do, because the bugs just... I'm like, get moving. There there have not been many bugs That's yet. It's crazy. I don't know how. Because uh, it's been cold. Well, I guess, but it, there's been plenty of bugs over at... Uh Great Brook Farm. I'm like, get going, bugs, okay. snack and go. I'm standing there, like, let's go, let's go. <laughs> yeah, there haven't been many yet. Yeah. I'm not quite sure why. We have a medium. Like, we're between, we're in like an hour and 15 minutes, and we're doing between six and three quarters, six and a half and seven and a half miles, depending. Okay. So, you know, that, that <clears throat> and that's with the stops and stuff. I mean, we don't stop and throw rocks and ponds and stuff, but. Different terrain, uh, though. You're going like. Yeah. Around the different single training. tracky trail. You know what? I'm on Google Maps and I cannot find one of these bumper bunk bumpers. Bunkers. You can't really see them. But I mean, yeah. I can't even find that satellite. I mean that satellite. They're buried. They're, they're, I can't even find that hill with their antenna. What are
1: you talking about? Well the antenna's probably not on the map anymore.
0: I'm on the Google I'm not map. gonna send this to you during the show because we're Yeah. I know still. But recording. um Yeah. Uh, yeah, the mountain biking. So yeah, I got my new bike today. kicking that thing around in the woods a little bit. I took my son back in the woods near my house and he, we went up the hill. He's like, all right, we went, you know, a little bit. So we went in right across the street from my house and then it's either you get to this little four way thing and he's like, which way do you want to go? Well, right. You go like maybe a quarter of a mile and it's a dead end in your back. And we know that straight is down towards the pond and it gets real wet but it's like up and then down and then left is like a hard up to the top of the hill flag Hill there. And it's like a 200 foot incline. And then you can go from there. You got like a couple different angles to different, different ways to go. But we go to the top of that and he's, and he's like, Whoa, I'm like, what do you mean? Whoa. He's like, I didn't. Oh, so we went down and then he was like, I didn't realize there was all this stuff down here. Cause we went down the green, down to the white and then took a right on the yellow and he's like, I can't believe all this. this is back here. There's all this they can actually ride. and Like, it's not just up the hill and then back down the other side. I was like, no. He's like, I'm like, what do you think I do? Because <laughs> I run back there all the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then he's like, oh, man, I can come back here. And then as soon as he said that, I was like. Wow, that'd be awesome. Yeah, of course you can. And then I'm like, no, no, wait, you're going to get lost back here. So I quickly went uh, the full, like both sides of it. I was like, yeah, you should definitely should come back here and explore. And then I'm like, but you're going to get lost. So I told, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to use it. And we stayed. I'm like, stay on the mark trails, get to know the mark trails. And I took him out to the end of the yellow, which comes out on that treffy lane. And mm-hmm. I'm like, do you know where you are now? I'm like, that right there is the road. I think it's – I don't even know the name of that road. Is it Stowe Road? I think it's Stowe Road. I'm like, but a truck, big truck came – a big cement mixer came by. I'm like, that truck goes about another tenth of a mile and then you're on Flag Hill and you know which one Flag Hill Road is. He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, at the other end is the gymnastics place that Helens goes. Through. He's like, yes, yeah, I know where that is. That's right at the base of my street. And He's like, okay, cool. So we got his bearing there. And I'm like, if you stay on the yellow, you go right back up to the white. Now at the end of the yellow there's a couple of different game trails. I'm like, "Don't go those ways." He's like, "But how do you know?" I'm like, "Well, I've run game all this stuff trails. What do those mean?" Like deer runs, you know, you can see where a deer would run, like a you can see a kind of a Oh, okay. It's a path that I think animals make that use frequently. Um yeah, I don't know if it's actually a game trail or not and I mean there were some trees cut down and stuff obviously that were done by man. Uh so they're but they're not marked and they're not improved. So There, you can easily get lost back there. Everything gets real kind of similar real fast. Uh, Mm -hmm. so I was like, I'm okay with you staying on the marked trails. Once you get to know those, then you can get a feel sort of where the landmarks are in the distance. And then you won't get as lost, right? You can pick out something on the horizon and be like, Oh, if that's there, then I know this is here. And if that's over there, then I can kind of triangulate where I am in the woods. You know, uh, it's, it's not a huge place and it's, it's bound by, um, Triangulate? Well, I mean, just get him a walkie talkie, right? Boom, done. And you're up on a giant hill, aren't you? Well, we did get the walkie talkies going, remember? We have Mm -hmm. one, we don't have all of them.
1: Uh, But you could, I wonder if you could put
0: a. You just need a plug. Isn't there a water tower up near you? (laughs) The water tower, since I moved in here, you know, they surrounded it in barbed wire. Just for you? No, I think because of terrorism. Like it's a water supply. So if I go back in there and break through the barbed wire and hook up the electrical system with a bag and radios, I think I may have the same problem you had. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you were just pushing, right. This yeah. is not a bomb. <laughs> yeah. <or> it. <laughs> yeah. be all this is a walkie talkie system for communicating. <laughs> this is just for me and my children. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> so I may have run into the same situation. Um <laughs> Which I was pissed when they put it up because there's this plaque on the water tower. And uh-huh. I say water tower. It's a – again, it's because it's top of – it's. I think it's, it's not the a second tower. highest point in yeah. Acton, right? Mm-hmm. It's just this big building. It's big – like imagine a water tower if they put it on the ground. In the ground. Yeah, on the ground. Yeah. yeah. So it's this big dome type thing. Um, mm-hmm. But now I walked it's on at-
1: that dome. Not that one, but the one in our town. In the winter, I ran across the top of it in the snow. Yeah? And it's a little bit. It's one of those things where you're like, this is something kids would do. It's kind of fun, right? I'm yeah. on top of this big dome, and I mean, you jump up and down. It makes big hollow booming noise. Yeah. You know? And then you're kind of freaking out because you're like, how much weight can this hold? <laughs> yeah.
0: If I, I mean, go through a, this, it's a one way trip.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way I'm getting out, and it's winter. I'm gonna freeze to death
0: before anybody ever knows. <laughs> and no one's there. gonna find you until. No,
1: but really. It's a, long time. it's a concrete dome. I mean, it has to be able to support tons of
0: <laughs> Yeah, I imagine you're probably pretty fine up there, but yeah. Still, it seemed like an unnecessary risk. Yeah, there. yeah, well. Uh, <coughs> so, and then he was like, wait, we're in Stowe? He had no idea that we bordered Stowe at the top of our street. Mm-hmm. So, but it was kind of interesting to see how he was like, wow, all this is right here. I'm like, yeah, literally out your front door. There's woods, and we saw a couple well, there deer. There Now you. Yeah, you got to set owl. Them out,
1: Yeah. Give them, give them some routes. Go paint the trees. Well, there's, they're all marked. They're, they don't even have, have to paint them. Yeah, I mark them better, I guess. No, they, know, they, were,
0: they were recently marked. and they're Mark them with like the Fitzgerald route. Oh, yeah. Science, oh, Ra- yeah. Yeah, and I was and like- you can, can do his own little practice <laughs> loops. I said to him, I was like, you know, your mother and I, you had been out here with your mother and I when we got lost once at night. And he's like, why'd you come out here at night? And I was like, well, we didn't come out at night. But it became night when we got out here. And he was like, what? I'm like, yeah, we really – we, we kind of – I mean, we're never really that lost, but we were lost. Like, hmm. yeah, I was never like, we're never getting out of here type loss. But um, I didn't know exactly where I was. Now I know the place inside and out. But hmm. – because um, I've run back there many, many times since. I was but, looking
1: at the map while you were asking about the uh, Air Force place. And I found on it – I think I have been in here before, but I just found an extra – Thing that we're gonna to have to go visit next time we're in there.
0: <laughs> there you go. An extra thing.
1: <clears throat> yeah, it's like off. And if you zoom in, no one can. It's, I'm trying to paint a picture for the listeners here. Yeah. If you zoom in on it, it, people have clearly been there, and it looks like they were kind of riding motorbikes or something. It okay. Actually, looks like they were because there's a lot of tracks. Either that? No, maybe not motorbikes. This could be like a bobcat thing. Aliens? No, no. Like you don't mean you know, like
0: bobcat like meow you mean like no. <laughs> meow <laughs> no
1: like they're doing construction in here or something which I think is what it is because I think it was it's
0: related to the construction they're doing yeah this is funny because if you zoom in there's a car on this road this is incredibly boring for the radio but um or whatever this is podcast. which road one of these it's it's not a road it's it says it's what I'm road. looking at White, or what you're looking White at White Pond Road which goes through there which isn't oh, really yeah. a road is
1: it you can see a car if you zoom in
0: yeah I'll I'll <laughs> Let's uh, let's talk about the podcast. We can explore this map later. Okay. Um, okay. Go on. Where else was I going with this? Oh yeah, mm. I don't know. So, oh man, get your kids out in the woods. Get outdoors is awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, My, and you know, his best friend called and he's on Fortnite yesterday, or not Fortnite. They don't play Fortnite But yeah, I know he's on playing Roblox, and it's it's like his buddy, and they're like do Boy Scouts together and stuff. And the okay, the weather's not perfect today. It's a little rainy. But uh, I got home, and you know, with the bike, I picked up the bike shop, and I was like, and he's like, oh, and his buddy calls, and he's like, and we had an early dinner because we we're having my daughter, and then she was going off to gymnastics thing. My other daughter was going off to soccer practice, so I left early to get the bike and then go home and have dinner before they went off to their sports. And my son, my buddy, my son's buddy calls him to play. What at like five o'clock while we're having di- while we're sitting out just about to sit down to have dinner. Yeah. And he's like, well, maybe after dinner. And I'm like, I don't know. I was thinking about maybe going for a bike ride after dinner. You really want to sit yeah. down and play the computer? And he's like, what really tonight? Like right now, like out in the woods. I was like, <laughs> yeah, you, I'm like, heck yeah. I want to get out there and try it out. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. And I'm like, dude, yeah. why, why? I, we got to figure out how to get these kids together. I hate this thing. he lives across town and it's like, ugh, this it's just like you. Got, well you can yeah.
1: introduce some other kids in the neighborhood I, mean, I know well, man, we've
0: tried go ride bikes that's what we used to do let's go ride bikes but it's like okay it's a little bit of rain let's get on the computer and play video games
1: sometime. I know yeah. someone said that we had soccer practice tonight one of the moms was like
0: I didn't think you guys were gonna have practice
1: tonight I'm like, what for oh the weather my god like, oh, just get out of here just go <laughs> <laughs>
0: They did cancel the cross practice yesterday, which was, yeah. was a little surprising. The only I mean, reason we cancel is,
1: uh, is if the fields are closed. Oh. Mm-hmm. But you do know my story, which I will tell again. <sighs> Sunday, this was a dilemma. I'm in charge, half in charge of the grade one, two stuff. And Sunday was Mother's Day. And uh, happy Mother's Day.
0: Yeah, we didn't warn you dads. I hope you didn't mess up. You should have figured it out. Yeah. Uh, <clears> I always, like, so Sunday
1: was Mother's Day and we and we knew this. Um and it was it was raining here in Massachusetts and it was very cold. Oh in the awesome. morning it was warm yeah. in the morning and it started to get colder and colder. it was raining, but it was a light rain. And I even so we had our, our bike club ride. Yeah. And I even sent something out the day before and I said, It's supposed to rain, but it's From the measurements, the weather thing is showing it's a light rain. So, hell yes, we're still going. And everyone, you know, everyone was trying to bail out, but they kind of felt guilty and they went anyway, uh, which is good because we had fun. But in the middle of the ride, I'm starting to get messages from all the cranky parents Uh and stuff saying, You're going to cancel right. You're going to cancel right. (laughs) And and then I get an email from the guy who runs the fields. Oh, you mean you're going to cancel soccer? Yeah. Yeah. And I get a, guy, a message from the guy who runs the fields, and he says, uh, "Fields are fine. The rain's Ooh. not too heavy. Fields right. are open.
0: Really? All right."
1: And I said, "Fields are open. <laughs> what do you What do you want me to do? Like, why would I cancel? The fields are open." And so I have to make this. You know, I know it's one of those things where I know a hundred percent of these parents are going to hate me if I don't cancel. Soccer on Mother's Day in the freezing cold rain. It was like in the 40s. Yeah. It was very cold. It was awful. And so I was, we were out biking with a bunch of the girls from the soccer team and their mothers were there too. (laughs) So, uh, so I, I looked at the girls. I said, Girls, what do you, what do you think we should do about this? Do you think we should, do you think we should give them like a nice Mother's Day present? And I assume they understood what I meant. And one of the girls, who I really enjoy the company of, she she gets all excited and she says, yes, the best Mother's Day present is going to be winning our game. Oh. <laughs> and her mother's right there and I'm looking at her like, what do you want me to do? I can't. What do you want me to do? <laughs> she, <laughs> she wants to play. Her present do- to you is winning and the only way they can win is if they play. Is if we play. Mm-hmm. So I ended up. I I, I copped out. I copped out. I I don't know what the word is. I got in touch with the other coordinator. Capitulated. I'm out. Capitulated. Maybe I said I'm out biking. I'm not near a computer. I can't send a message like this right now because I I need to send one that either says it's on, suckers, be there. Because I got to send one one way or the other. Because they're no one's going to assume it's on. They're all going to be like, well, I didn't hear anything. It's raining, so I figured it was canceled. Uh. So I sent a message to the other coordinator, and I said, you decide. I'm not deciding. Fields are open. You know I would play. But I'm not going to be mad at you if you cancel it. But it send something out in the next, like, 10 minutes, yes or no, either way. And they did. And they canceled it. Oh. <laughs> but it didn't come from me because <laughs> I would have held the games. And now i got to, of course, figure out when to play this game because we canceled
0: it, right? So Yeah. Oh, really? You have to make it up.
1: Well, I guess we don't have to because it's kind of a weird division. It's, yeah. not, it's just playing against ourselves. Uh, but those are difficult things. I mean, you registered for this. I don't think we ever said it's like we play when you feel like playing and we gather consensus and all the moms can just kind of chat with each other the night before and say, what do you feel like doing tomorrow? And if it's soccer, then that's – no, that's not how it works. Like you register for a sport that has a schedule and you stick to that schedule. It's just, yeah, it's just a thing. I mean, if we were playing pickup soccer, then you just play
0: at school or at recess or after school. And uh, you know, mm. that's it. So I don't know. Right. Well, I'll tell you this. I canceled them. I canceled as soon as I remembered that I had, it was responsible for canceling <laughs> <laughs> on Sunday. I totally forgot. One of the parents emailed me at like, they play at one thirty, and she emailed me at like 10 yeah, because it was it was about ten o'clock, and I was like, "Oh man, it's my call." Because I don't have a kid playing in there anymore, so I totally don't forget. I forget about it. Oh, yeah, you know, but I still, I it's still my call whether or not that that age group plays. And I was like, "Oh, well, did man. you even check the uh, fields?" So the fields were open, but I looked at the forecast. And I'm like, it's 47 and it's supposed to be forecasts for rain. Mm-hmm. And it was, yeah. uh, it's a good call because it was pouring at that 230.
1: By the time it got to be like, yeah, yeah it worked out. By the time the afternoon yeah. rolled around, it was like, yeah, it was pouring rain and it was getting Just colder to- and colder
0: and colder. Well, and she was like, and if we're going to cancel, I want to know as soon as possible, please, because I'm going to go visit my mom. <laughs> and I was like, right. And, and, but uh, here's the other thing. These are sixth graders. So they're kindergartners and mm-hmm. they're not like, I don't have to make the thing up. It's not a, there's no intertown yeah. play or anything. If no. was, th- that was Grace did play, she had her club soccer game and it was pouring rain and she was freezing when she got home. And they played in Hopkinton, which is an hour away and it was mm-hmm. a nightmare. Ugh. Yeah. But yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting weekend for the sports again, and I don't know. I I said this oh, last are gonna week. Oh, you going to tell us? I, well, mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna broad brushes here because I don't a lot. This is a lot of pretty close to home stuff. Some of this is pretty close to home, but the one other thing. Let's just let's just here's what I want to say, and mm-hmm. and I had I had a little you know moment for myself also where I was uh, realized that I had failed in a degree, and that's the way I'm going to spin this. But my daughter's team. Uh, we, because of all the cancellations, we'd only played three of our five games where, and we should have played five games by before five games by two Saturdays ago. And we had only played three of them. We had a makeup game on Friday night and we had another makeup game on Saturday early at nine o'clock. And then we had our regularly scheduled game for at 1145 on Saturday. So they were scheduled to play three games in like 18 hours or something already. I knew I was going to start hearing chirping from parents. And sure enough, I got a little bit of grief from some parents. Like, uh, it's kind of a lot. My daughter can't play that much soccer. I'm a little nervous about her to the point where I was like, Oh, I'm like, you got to do what you got to do. But I've had to schedule these makeups things. And this is the way it works out best for the other teams and everything else. And be all things considered. This is when the games are make it. If you can, if you can't, you can't. That's the end of it. Just let me know. And I reached out to just happens to be that the, the, another girl that plays in my daughter's club team. He's a pediatrician and I reached out to him and I'm like can I get your professional opinion on this? Is this too much soccer for girls that are nine mm. and 10 years old? And he's like, no, absolutely not. The only thing I a little bit of worried about is make sure they stay hydrated. They can, they have little bodies and they can, they can actually get themselves dehydrated and sure. the weather has been cold and rainy. So I know they don't get water that way, but they're not like sweating a ton. Um, So I know they're not like take it in through their skin, right. but uh, they're not like, but on the same sense, they're not sweating a ton. So I was like, okay. But, and, and I did reiterate that with the team, but like these kids, I'm like, when they play a game, I have 12 girls on a game and they play six on six or I have 13 girls actually. So one in goal. And now if everybody's there, now no one's ever there, but for still they're playing maybe 35 minutes in an hour. That's nothing. Like our practices no. are an hour and a half and the girls should be moving the whole time. Mm-hmm. So a game is like a break from practice, right? And. And if you have two games, they're playing maybe an hour and 15 minutes of soccer, like constant. And even then, it's not like they're the whole time playing on the ball, right? They're off the ball a lot, walking down the field, in between plays. This clock isn't stop and start and stop and start.
1: I don't. I mean, I'd like, I like just like I, I can't. told you, it's the parents projecting their own shenanigans onto the kids. On the one hand, they want them in all these things, doing yeah. all this stuff. Some parents are different. Some are like, yeah, hit it harder, sprint, go, mm. all this kind of stuff. And then sometimes they're just like, oh, I wish they need to rest, take a break. Yeah. And maybe they're judging. Maybe they actually are recognizing that they could use a little bit of a break. I'm not I'm not advocating for the overschedule them until they're crushed thing. But most of the time when they're like, oh, it'd be nice to have a day off today. They're just thinking about themselves. It's not. You, you can tell the difference.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. One of the cameras, I definitely think, because she plays a club she plays the town lacrosse club lacrosse town soccer club soccer and i mean and it's just non-stop with her and then basketball and other stuff like in the winter and other seasons and i'm just like how are you playing this much it's crazy um so she was one that was like i can't make it to the game like all right fine you know what? whatever i understand but i don't really think it's your daughter uh no yeah uh what else was gonna say? Oh, but here's where I kind of fell down. Now we'd only played half the games of our season, but I looked. But some the the division director reached out to us for this is for Bay's, which is the Bay Area Youth Soccer. So mm-hmm. beyond the Acton program, the the state program or not the regional part of the state program that we play under, said a team from the A division wants to move down. Would you or, or one other one other team want to move up? So I'm like, oh man, what do we do? And uh because we'd only played, like I said, the three games of the five. So I had to look at the other teams and kind of extrapolate what we would do the rest of the season. And in the fall, we went eight. No, uh, we should have had 10 games, but we, we were when, and oh. and, um, the team that gave us the most grief in the fall, we played and, and beat them already in this the spring. And so I'm like, I think we're going to pro- – well, we had a tie against one team. We beat 7-1 and like 4-1 in the fall. So that was a weird game. The weather was real bad. And the girl we – ha- we haven't had any practices. anyways. so what would you do? So I said, I think we should move up. One of the coaches was like, whoa, whoa, this is crazy. And the other coach, I'm like, well, let me run the numbers and let me let me get back to you. So I pull up all the, the records and what the teams have done, where the teams came from in the division now because they move the divisions all around. And I'm like, it looks like if all things considered, based on the way the two teams that we haven't played are playing the other teams and scores and this and that and where they were last fall, we should go undefeated again. Uh, we then proceeded to almost lose our friday night game we were down 2-0 when we ended up winning 3-2 or no we were down was it been 3-2 no we won that game on a penalty shot it might have been 2-1 that we won on a penalty shot and then we tied our other game <laughs> so uh we may have gone undefeated but we definitely wouldn't have won all our games um and then we so we did decide to move up and we promptly got stomped by the <laughs> 3-0 we lost i don't hate that I don't mind losing, and in, I think that in order for the girls to grow, because we heard it in the fall from them, like, this is boring. This isn't fun. We were killing teams, like 7-1, like I said, and mm-hmm. just immediately we were up by multiple goals, and it was like, okay, now you got to pass it five times. Shoot with your left foot, not your right foot, you know, your non-dominant foot, all this stuff. And the girls are like, this is boring. This isn't fun. So I was like, I think we should move them up. Let's try it and see what happens. You know, we only have four five games up that division. If we get beat all five games, then we learn how to lose. Well, what I discovered was I don't think that our goal, our girls, and I think I own this as much as I, anybody, knows how to work for goals. In the fall, they would just do what they did and they went out there and they scored goals and they beat teams because they were just better than them. And I'm not trying to be like braggadocious about this or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just they had more skills. And um now they're playing teams that are better than us. So they – now it was like I said, it was the third game of the season. I do think a couple of the girls were sort of like, I'm bored of soccer. I'm checked out of this by now. But I do also think that they just don't know how to work work hard on goals. So they just don't know how to like step up, play hard. And then after the game, the girls were like, they're all kind of bumming and were like, listen, we don't want you guys to get down. Oh, but we don't know how to win. And there when I was like, whoa, 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 like we're not gonna win any games, I'm like, time out. I'm like, I don't care if you win another game. I don't ever care if you win or lose. Now, that's not entirely true, but <laughs> okay. what I was- But we're going to
1: celebrate if we do. Yeah.
0: But what I was trying to say was like, that, and then I was like, oh man, I've screwed up. I've failed the team because I have put too much emphasis on winning. I absolutely have failed. If that's what they're thinking of, like if they're disappointed because- they got beat three nothing and lost. Then they got to play all the soccer and have fun, and that's what they should be doing and getting self confidence from. You know, it's just like now we have mm-hmm. work to do as coaches also because this is a whole other side of the game. Well, I think the trick of it is that was a long yeah, explanation to get. It to was right. very long. Yeah.
1: I don't know if I'm doing this very well myself, but I kind of I'm kind of conscious of it. I, whenever the team scores, I literally don't react at all, like. I don't ever emphasize, you know. I don't jump up and down on the sideline. I don't get all excited about the goal. What I do react to when they're playing is when they do something that we've been practicing. Oh, or nice! I've been yeah. Trying, yep. but I've been trying to emphasize that they should focus on more. When I see one of the guys use their left foot when they're righty, you know, I will literally yell across the field to thank or congratulate <laughs> or to tell them they're, you know, to tell them that I'm very happy that. They use their left foot in the appropriate situation or that they passed it the right direction or that they saw their teammate and all this kind of stuff where they were properly spaced. Like that is exactly where you should be, that kind of thing. Uh, You know, you were in the right spot for that, right? Uh They've missed goals. They've made goals that sort of, even when they come back and they make goals, I usually tell them why, why I thought they, you know, like you were in the exact right position to, to knock that goal. in. that was, you know, you were were where you were supposed to be. That was perfect. And it, and it has happened because I've talked to them at halftime and said, you know, you need to be basically top of the box, far post, anybody that plays soccer kind of knows, like you need to be lined up with the far post. Everybody's pulling near post and that's no good. You're playing defense for the other team. And one of the kids listened and it was clear that he listened and we got like the game winning goal because he was far post. And knocked the cross in, right? And I was very sure to tell him that outright. I'm like, I saw you. I saw you in the right place at the right time. And we talked about it. And I'm glad you listened and all this stuff. So it puts more of an emphasis on, like, their
0: behavior than just tallying up points. Right. Yeah, that's good. And we, yeah, we do. We have a set play for throw-ins that we've been working on, where they are supposed to do. You know, just it's a set play, whatever. And so when they remember to do it, we're always like, "Yeah, nice job." So that's definitely right. a good idea, and that's way better thing to stress than whether or not than winning and you know losing and all this other stuff. I and mean, we we've had some close games that I know I, I I'm definitely guilty of it. I like I get sucked into the game and I'm like, "Yeah, great," you know. So the ah, man.
1: the other coach's kid actually he took a cross. He received a cross and he knocked it at the goal with his with his left foot. He is a lefty. Nice. And he hit it with the inside of his foot and he missed the goal. But he immediately turned around and he looked over at me and he goes, "Oh, I should have hit that with my right foot." Ah. <laughs> Cuz it was sort of on his way on its way to his right foot. Yeah. And he swung his leg kind of across his body but going the same way as the ball, so it was harder to redirect, you know, it's harder to really deflect it in. Yeah. And yeah, he should have he should have hit it in with his right foot, but it was, he recognized it, which was hilarious. Yeah. That's great. Like, that's one of the I was things like, I like, No, think- that was, you made good contact. You know, it was an inside of the foot. You didn't just try to wail on it. Like everybody does. Oh yeah.
0: That's awesome. See, I'm, I'm jealous. That's what I think the main thing that we need to start working on the girls is with is to start anticipating the play and being like, okay, what do you think should happen next or what could happen next? And how is she going to react to that when that happens? We haven't done any of that. I don't really think. And so they don't like, they do this stuff and they're just like, oh, it didn't work. But they don't know why it didn't work and they don't know right. why things did work and they don't really – like that stuff just – that's the next sort of phase I think we need to coach. and phew. It's getting serious, man.
1: Oh, it's definitely getting serious. And I think uh, – man, I was looking at the schedule while you were talking because I'm like, oh, who did we play? Who did we play? It looks like we're playing the same team again, which is weird. I think it have covered everybody. But uh, we're at the top. Yeah. We're at the top of the standings right now. I can't even believe it. Twelve. Great. Five, because we lost a game when we had five players.
0: Remember the game we had Yeah, <laughs> that's nuts. <We> still <laughs> played. That's crazy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we were already there. I'm like, well, we can't. Have, what's the minimum we can have? He's like, you can have five. I'm like, well, hey, look at that. We have five. <laughs> huh. So, yeah, boring soccer talk. What else did I have on here? So there was um, something hilarious. And I guess this is more of a lesson in not taking things for granted. Uh, my kids. We have a large shower, which I've talked about. Yeah. So they'll go. They'll they'll go in their shower together. Not that that's really important to it, but whatever. It's like shower. It's a little kids bit old for that,
0: but then we're just going to pretend that they're four and two still and go on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when it's going to get weird. It's not weird yet. Uh. Um. Maybe we want to get poll our audience on that.
1: <laughs> they. <laughs> they do, like, a, chick, a tick check, too. It's funny. That's like getting we've, there's been so worse. Many ticks yeah. Just on the surface. They don't do any weird, like... Anyway. <laughs> so, my daughter would... Her hair is getting really long, and she doesn't want to cut it, ever. Neither does my son. His hair is getting really long. And she would get out of the shower, and we every time she's in there, we're like, make sure you wash and condition your hair. Okay, yeah, I Oh, um, no. Yeah, okay. And she'd get out of the shower, and I'm like, I, I really don't think you conditioned this. She's like, I did. And weeks went by like this. And I think she's just lying to me. And then I, I was, I got in the shower with her and she conditions her hair and then she washes it. Oh
0: no. That's backwards. And I said, wait a minute.
1: Are you, why are you putting the conditioner in? She's like, cause I, you told me to. I'm like, but shouldn't you wash it first? She's like, well, no, I do the conditioner first. I'm like, it matters <laughs> which one you do first. So to wash it, the shampoo, and then you put the conditioner in because it kind of stays in. You don't want to rinse it out. Oh, okay. And now, like literally every time she takes a shower, she yells out the side of the shower. Which one goes first uh, again?
0: Yeah. You know how to solve that problem? Pro tip: What you put a one on one, and the shampoo, and a two on the a two. Yeah, you draw on it. Yeah, I mean, we, that's what we did. <laughs> it's did you really? Yeah. Yeah. So this well, was a my problem. W- my wife did, but yeah. Uh, yeah. This was a thing too? This, like we ate, and we used like a liquid body wash. So it was like a, you know, a B or something on the body wash. And then uh, one on the shampoo and a two on the conditioner.
1: Oh, okay. So this does come up. All right. That is yeah. a good pro tip Oh yeah. yes, yeah,
0: It's yes, pro tip. And the tick check for crying out loud. My gosh, we're pulling them off every day now. It's like, they're all yeah, over the They're place. all over the place. Yeah. They're so. all over the place.
1: What did you just, ah, what did you make me think of? Um... Oh, yeah. So what do you do is a question for everyone, I suppose. Every time I take a shower, I always think about whether or not I should wash from the bottom up or the top
0: down. (laughs) Bottom up? What?
1: Yeah. Like if you wash your feet first and then you wash like your legs and you go up this way, then all the dirt from the top is like running down to the parts you already washed.
0: Yes, of course you go top down. You never so go you bottom go top up. Down.
1: Yeah. Okay, you, you of course. You're just saying, of course. You'd wash your hair first and then everything goes down.
0: Always. Right? Always.
1: Always. <laughs> <laughs> Plus you don't want to have like the feet dirt on your head, I guess. Right, yeah.
0: Yeah, or other parts, yeah. Or <laughs> <laughs> other parts, yeah. Always top down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, I mean, that's. It shouldn't
1: matter because you're being rinsed constantly. Yeah,
0: I you know. This is the logic that uh, I think it was my uncle used. It's like the, the cleanest thing in your house is the towel you get out of the, that you use to dry yourself off, right? You never have to wash that thing. <laughs> Why should you ever, right? It's, what Dirt would ever get on it. You just it used sh- it. It
1: should be 100% clean, yeah. Right.
0: Why would you ever wash that towel? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you did a good job- Exactly, right? I don't, I mean, that's the theory. I don't know which one goes first
1: shampoo or conditioner. Yeah, she's actually writing on the bottle. See, why didn't you tell us this
0: like a hundred episodes ago? I don't know, man. I guess it was, I was, I don't know.
1: What else is she writing things on that we need to know?
0: Uh, She makes lists for activities when the kids are bored. We knew that. Yeah, that was a long time ago. That, (laughs) that actually, we we don't do that anymore. Uh, (laughs) what else does she write on? I don't know. Yeah, the shampoo and conditioner thing. I'm telling you. The, um, I feel like there's, More. I feel like there's another, something similar to this that they, but uh, yeah, no. Toothbrush I'm, timer is a thing. They yeah. haven't brushed long enough. Well, we, we have the, luxus set a one minute timer and then they would do, do the mouthwash thing. One minute? Well, you have to do one minute for mouthwash or something like that. Okay. One minute for mouthwash. Yeah. yeah that was, that was, um. You should do like three minutes for brushing. Well, yeah, but the the mouthwash that was a, a, a specific mouthwash that was recommended by I think our dentist or whatever, and it was like one mm-hmm. minute a day of this mouthwash at the after they do all the brush teeth brushing. And Alexa set a one minute timer and then go, and they suck the thing down. So, <laughs> 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 um, Alexa set an alarm for four thirty. Yeah, you then. guys all ready now? Okay, I'm setting the timer. Alexa set a one minute timer. Uh, yeah and go uh what yeah um i'm trying to think i feel like there's something else i don't know the hair thing is crazy my daughter grace she has this crazy curly hair not curly but it's like wavy and hates taking showers just hates taking care of the hair and i'm like can we please cut it to like it's a lot of time shoulder length or something and she's like no i want this really long hair that i never want to take care of it's like oh my god yeah it's
1: quite a commitment Yeah, it just comes nasty. I mean, can you just imagine how many minutes, hours, percentage of your lifetime you spend brushing your hair?
0: Not me, not a lot. Not
1: me, not at all. I
0: I mean, it's a non-zero number for me, but it's not a lot, you know. (laughs) Mine's zero. I eh. I mean, it's less than a minute a day for me.
1: Um, Yeah, detangling and then braiding
0: it. Oh, we just brushed it all out. Well, I mean, we had her. She came down here a few weeks ago. Remember, I had to plop it when my wife was away. She, I don't know what that means. It's something to do with like you put a, in a wet t-shirt, like a te- no, not a wet t-shirt, oh, but yeah. a t-shirt loosely around it. It's like basically you have to wrap up the hair so that it doesn't get all like matted down and stuff with the-
1: Yeah, with I don't know rubbing. what that means.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't. I'll brush her hair, but I, I, I'd like. I do it in a way. I'm trying not to hurt her, so I'm doing it very gently. And it takes forever. And I'm getting every single little tangle out. And it's like an hour later. Just brush, 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 and then yeah, you know, two seconds it takes hair. her to tangle it back up
0: again. So. Oh, they're just screaming at me too the whole time. Like, Let me brush your hair. No, I don't want you to brush my hair. We've had that <laughs> conversation. I know. Um. So yeah. <laughs> well, you got to get him. You got to convince them to brush each other's hair or at least their own hair. They can brush their own hair. They, they all have their brush, own brush. Now they, they all have their own wet brush. They have we've have bought all kinds of detanglers and they could all brush kinds their of own different. Hair. That would be ideal. That's yeah. an independence thing right there, yeah. I mean, they do for the most part, uh, but not like an I don't know.
1: All right, sweet. So I'm looking forward to hearing more about Rides in the Woods. Uh, get some of his friends involved to go ride in the woods. They go ride in the woods together. Yeah. And then yeah. send them
0: off. It's a, yeah, I know. It's the thing is He's going to get lost. So what? Give uh, him a well, walkie-talkie. Yeah, the walkie-talkie. He's got the walkie-talkie on. And then you'd be like, where are you? And he'll say, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do you see? Trees? <laughs>
1: Trees? <laughs> do you see any trails? Mm. Go find the marking that says, not yeah. this way. Yeah. Scream as loud as you can. I will go outside. <laughs>
0: Well, it does get dark back there a lot earlier than it does, and they, you know, a little bit of tree cover. It gets a lot darker than it does um, out in the uh, open because we were coming up the hill and he's like, wow, it's getting a lot lighter all of a sudden. I'm like, well, yeah, because we're coming up the hill. I mean, we're not going above the tree line, but there's a lot less stuff around us because we're higher up, hmm. you know. Okay. Yeah. It, was a, it was a good time. Good ride. Yeah. Get yeah. out in the woods. Yeah. Cue the music. Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search dadsbeingdadspodcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.